It's time once again for the Passion to Succeed podcast, where we explore the traits, mindsets, and attitudes of passionate and successful individuals. This show is for anyone who wants to make a difference, make more money, learn from the greatest minds, and discover how to be more successful in all you do and doing it with a pure passion to succeed. Here's your host, serial entrepreneur, successful author, and the world's most passionate master coach, Craig White. Hi everyone, welcome to another Passion to Succeed show. As always, uh, my name is Craig, Craig White, and I'm really excited today to be chatting with uh, a really inspiring lady, somebody I've known for many years, become a great friend of mine, and, and somebody that inspires me really on a, a mind, body, and soul level. She just has this warmth and this, this energetic and, I guess, magnetic energy that you just feel attracted to her and want to be around her. And... Um, Really, I'm inspired to, I guess, just chat with uh, this lady. Her name's Caroline, Caroline Griffiths, and you're going to get to know her over the, and I guess, the next sort of 20, 30, 40 minutes, however long we, we chat for. Um, but really want to welcome you to today's show, Caroline. How are you today? Hey, hello. Yeah, I'm doing really well, thank you. Good. Guys, you'll be able to hear the beautiful sound of nature uh, on our call today. I'm based out in Spain, as many of you know. And uh, Caroline is based out now in, in Cyprus. How, how long have you been in Cyprus for? Since May, isn't it? I've been, uh, well, actually, I've been over here since the 11th of the 11th. Not the November we just had, but the one before. Okay. So, and 11-11 to me was, it wasn't a date I intended to come over here. Um, it's just the way it actually worked out and um, it's significant to me. Numbers I actually find are really significant to me. Um, not to the point where I'm obsessing over them, hmm. but I tend to think, because I'm, I'm a numerology number three um, and that does influence me on a spiritual level, it also means I'm a teacher and although it took me a while to really find myself as a teacher now I am doing that and I'm really stepping into who I really am I can look back and I can think hang on a minute yeah this you know there's something in this numerology there's definitely something in this um and of course numbers are related to quantum energy and so yeah me moving out here on the 11th of the 11th not the November we just had but the one before so a good 18 months and more I've been out here I'm actually in North Cyprus which is a country related to Turkey. Okay. So it's different to, um, it's, we're not in the EU. And it's really unspoiled here, really non-commercial. For instance, Coke has literally only just in the last few months been able to advertise over here. That's how non-commercial we are. We don't have Starbucks. We, <laughs> we don't have McDonald's. We're, we're like, oh, it's just awesome. That's amazing, it. like really off the grid. And Caroline, guys, was just showing me, we were just chatting on, uh, on Skype and she was just showing me the beautiful views out of her villa. One side you've got the ocean and the other side you've got your mountains. It just right, sounds you know, tranquil. People must be able to hear. And it certainly looks beautiful as well. It certainly does, and it feels amazing. Um, where's the next feel good? Where where does it feel instinctively right to be? What do you need to nourish yourself to feel better and and, and just um, fulfilled, really, more than anything? Um, I don't know so much if it for me is about good or bad, um, or just necessarily what what is instinctively 
where I'm drawn to um, to make a difference in the world as well because we need to nourish ourselves on all levels and I think what gets discussed an awful lot is especially with your kind of industry Craig is the mind and is the mindset but actually the Institute of HeartMath have proven that on an electromagnetic level um, our heart is actually much more powerful than our brain so when we're talking about something like the law of attraction um, working on the mind is really cool but working on the heart is the key to making the change that's really exciting Do you know you know just stepping back again a minute because you you're just talking about the 11th of the 11th and it's quite fascinating uh -huh. to me because I always notice on my phone at some point at the time of day is always 11 minutes past 11 in the morning I always always notice it I don't know why and it's yeah. funny that you should mention that and I guess there's an element of um, many years ago many years ago somebody said to me and we're, we're going back maybe to when I was in my you know early teens before I embarked on my personal development journey and entrepreneurial journey and, and it was always about you know 11 11 make a wish and it's I guess that's always stuck in my mind so I, I never really tend to make wishes anymore I kind of at 11 11 I, I tend to have a bit of appreciation and gratitude I guess for where I am in life um, but it's really really inspiring and, and bizarre that you mentioned the significance of 11 11 to you when you know daily or even you know by daily I always see that time of day on my mobile phone amazing fascinating really it is random. I mean, you could, you know, you could make the argument that it, you know, you're looking for it or that it's a coincidence or something like that. But I think there's more to it, especially with numbers being so linked in with quantum mechanics um, and the quantum way of being. Well, well, hey, look, you know, a lot of our listeners are, are on a, a personal development journey. Many guys have, you know, and, and girls have come across the, the law of attraction and the, the power of manifestation and really kind of bringing things into your life, um, which you've touched on briefly. But you and me met like years ago um, in the direct selling industry. We, we worked together, um, you know, we achieved together, we had some fun together. And, and um, I think, you know, the quality of our life lies within the quality of our relationships without a shadow of a doubt. So it's really great to be connecting with you again. But you went on from there to really go into what's passionate for you. Um, and I know, you know, now you're a spiritual dog trainer and I was looking at your website earlier and it's, um, it, it, it's kind of captivated me. I mean, I've got a young, a young puppy, uh, she's a beagle, Coco, she's, you know, an absolute gem and just looking at your website, I was just thinking, wow, this could really, you know, help me. I mean, we'll come to that, but what, how did you kind of go into that, that field? What, what was your journey from, you know, living in Cambridge and I guess yourself and me working together to really getting to the point of where you are today and, and loving teaching and, and loving being a, a spiritual dog trainer? I think it's, I mean, because even before I met you, I was already running um, my transformational dog retreats because they've been going 10 years now. So 2018 is my 10th year. Wow. And so I, I think I had been running them a couple of years. For me, it's when I met you, it, what attracted me to the direct selling was the energy, was the enthusiasm. And it was, it was more, okay, you, you do discuss mindset, but there was a heart there. Mm -hmm. There was, um, um, you use this word contribution a lot, which I do think is um, 
is a good way to describe it. It was that energy that, that drew me in. And even though that wasn't something that I wanted to progress in terms of my purpose in the world, I gained so much from doing that and being at the seminars and the conferences and being around high energy people, high vibration people, um, you know, that, that, that really made a difference to me. Um, in terms of how I've gone to where I am now since then is I guess it, it does come back to this sense of sense of what's aligned with you and having the confidence to say actually I'm going to go and do that or actually this is where I'm going today and many people it, it can be as if you're almost uh, you feel like you, you, you best not do that or you cannot do this because it would influence someone else or and it's not about being selfish so much as saying actually this is what's really aligned for me and I've had to make sacrifices you know my family are in the UK I'm here so you know it's it's about always coming back to what feels right for you and your alignment and for me I'm really this is really my purpose and I, and I always put that first hmm. we're here to shift and and for me dogs are the means to work with people i'm generally not working with the dog as such i'm working with the owner and dogs for me are largely the default view of dogs is quite um they're quite misunderstood because for me they're actually here to show us equality and show us how to live with the heart and the general default view of a dog is that they live in a hierarchy so they don't have equality and that they're thinking mind-based beings um, actually at their true core they want equality and they simply reflect our heart-based mostly subconscious emotions to us so by working with the dog the owners change, the owners become more open-hearted, the owners, you know, transform the frequencies of the feelings, the subconscious feelings that they're having, and they find that their world changes. So something you talk about a lot, um, the law of attraction, I actually tend to call this now law of creation. Has, have you heard anybody else? I haven't, no. Because from the way that I'm, I'm coming to, to understand it, there's nothing actually out there for us to attract. It's not already there. We literally create it, which may sound a bit far out. But do you get? Do you want? Do you understand that? You yeah. Yeah. No, so I, I I do. And um, we yeah. have the empowerment to say to ourselves, "This is what I would like in my life," and we create that. We create that in our reality. So there's no separation, in a sense. No, because I guess you're always creating your own environment through your choices and, and your vibrations and energy that you're kind of manif manifesting into the world. You, you, you mentioned like about like the sense of alignment that you have. And mm -hmm. I, I think people get lost in the world. And, you know, for me, you know, I stumbled into the entrepreneurial world and I stumbled into a world of personal growth and it's something that I've become very passionate about and my, my continued growth grows through now learning to continue to become more, to give more, but also from that contribution level. I'm learning so much in that and talking to yourself now, um, just writing things down, it's really inspiring. But you, you mentioned that sense of alignment and I think people get lost in a fog or 
they get lost mm -hmm. in confusion. I, I, I guess many people, I, I completely agree, you know, people live from, from the brain more than they do the heart. And I think that really distracts us from living true. Um, and that's, you know, whatever reasons that is, social conditioning, environmental conditioning. Um, I mean, I read a great book years ago when I was um, learning Reiki and, and meditation and yoga in Thailand. I read this book called The Biology of Belief by Bruce H. Lipton, amazing book. And it was almost kind of confirming everything I was learning from a, a spirituality um, with this amazing French lady. Uh, it was confirming on a, on a scientific level. And it really did sit well with me that living from your heart is the truest way to live but people yes. people surely in our world today get confused get lost uh, there's an element of cynicism where people i guess make heartfelt decisions and, and sometimes get hurt and then the wall comes up and this almost prevents in my opinion people living from the heart and I, i've been there myself you know I'm, you know i think we all have this these challenges on our journey where our wall kind of grows because you know, our, our heartfelt leadership in life or our, our way of living has been affected by the wrong people. And how do people, you mentioned that sense of alignment and the confidence to do what matters to you and the confidence to, you know, say, this is what I want in my life. How do people, I guess, press the reset button and discover what their purpose is or their mm -hmm. sense of alignment? How did you, you know, I know you're a firm believer of going with the flow of life and energy and I and I totally feel that but how did you kind of is there any advice or things you can share with people from your experience that could help them get a sense of enlightenment and start living from their heart in a truer form I think first and foremost you need to give yourself space so whether that means taking yourself off to meditate for 20 minutes every morning or whether that means, you know, throwing it all in and heading over to another country or whether that means, you know, a two week retreat somewhere, you need to give yourself the space because for me, this world is just full and full and full of information. There's just literally, I mean, you've only got to turn on your TV, turn on your radio, launch your computer and you are bombarded with information and information is energy really energy is information they're the same thing so you need to give yourself the space to clear um what is influencing you so that you can really start to feel what's inside you and you know actually it makes people feel quite vulnerable to do that but we need to go there mm. Because it's not until we actually have awareness of the emotions within us that they start to clear and transform. And really, that's what we are doing is transforming them. We're not saying, I release you. I, essentially, we're not saying, I let go. We're saying, I let in a different feeling. I, I'm transforming to be a different feeling. Because um, very much even in classical physics, energy doesn't go anywhere you know if you clap your hands the movement turns into the sound might create some warmth or heat energy you know it's if you are feeling emotions are an energy they, they have a, a measurable frequency if you like mm -hmm. um, which you know I mentioned before the Institute of Heart Math if anyone's interested in um, looking at their work they do a lot of scientific research into emotions um, and the heart's empowerment 
and how we can make shifts on the planet and in, in ourselves. And it does start with ourselves. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> a long way around of saying I'd say space. Yeah, no, I, I get that because you... you it down, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, developing that space. I mean, obviously, you've, you know, you're over in northern Cyprus now and um, we're having a, 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 a great conversation here without any real disruption with our internets which is wonderful and um but you know the space you know obviously you you still created that space when you were in Cambridgeshire back in the UK um so people still have the opportunity I mean I talk about a lot I've recently run some some webinar trainings and really talking about people need to connect with themselves and and get away from the day-to-day life and have some me time where they can you know find somewhere I used to have a, a place in in Yaxley where I have a home and there was this beautiful branch by a church under this uh, beautiful oak tree and you just sat there and you could just see the rolling green lush fields of the UK and it was such a peaceful place to just go and sit and be mindful and just spend some time with my own thoughts and I think people you know we, we talked about this I think by message a day or two ago and you know talk about you know being in Cyprus it's away from the stress of and the fast pace of the UK but even in that fast pace and stress of the UK people need to be mindful and create this space I mean you you did that in the UK how did you do it when you was back in the UK well you reduce the amount of information that's surrounding you so you start to live more simply you start to eat more simply and you consider what's really of value to you on a physical level nutritionally um, do you need to eat as much? Do you need to eat the things that are um, vibrationally unaligned to you? Um, so you start to create that space by reducing what's around you. Um, doing less sometimes. It can be, you know, doing less, reading less, watching different things or choosing. It's all about choices then because you're choosing. Um, you know, it might be that you choose not to drink. You know, that might be the key for, for some people. Mm-hmm. They may not want to put that information, that energetic information into their system. Um, one thing um, that I've not given up is coffee. Perhaps <laughs> <my> next level. <laughs> but, you know, but I haven't seen it as giving up, actually. Yeah. Um, really. I've made different choices and I've actually really, really enjoyed them. And... When you first start, for instance, drinking green juices, you might think, wow, you know, everyone's going to wonder why I've got this like really bright green glass of liquid here, you know, carrying this around with me. But now I can't wait, can't wait for my green juice. And, you know, it's not necessarily about anybody else anyway. So it's about making different choices so you can reduce the amount of information that's surrounding you, um, you know, and going in, in your body. Well, everything's environmental, isn't it? From, you know, from our, you know, our social environment, our developed environment, our, what we consume is what we become from a, you know, a, a, a consumption of, you know, food and, and liquids through to a consumption of, as you're saying, information. So everything's yeah. environmental. So people have just got to be more aware of their environment. Like my dad, I absolutely love him to bits. When I'm back in the UK at the moment, which is, you know, once a month for a day or two to run some events. And, and when I'm back in the UK for that day or two, you know, I tend to borrow his car. And because um, my car's here in Spain 
and um, always jump in he's got radio 2 on now for everyone that loves radio 2 that's great if that's something that you enjoy but I just feel I'm not sure why somebody would have that level of energy going into their mind because it's and I often say to him why do you listen to that you know it's not feeding you and, and giving you a good you know um, frequency a good energy to to be you know positive and, and happy about the world because it just seems to be full of negative information um maybe that's just my perspective but yeah so on your i mean i want to talk about your your spiritual dog training because you know i was looking at your website and i think it's absolutely fantastic and for anyone that that has pets um and you know has a has a canine then i really do feel that you should connect with caroline on on her website she's got um is it two books you've got caroline you've got your first one the best dog diet ever and then you've got a new book that's just come out what, what's the title of that that's imperfectly natural canine it's in um the series that Janie lee grace the funnily enough bbc radio 2 co-presenter <laughs> she's uh, I, I met her at um, a conference that i organized which i think you might have been at actually um, back in cambridge years ago and she must have remembered me because she contacted me and asked me if i would be interested in creating this for her series she's already got imperfectly natural home imperfectly natural mother and baby and i think imperfectly natural woman and it was the next step to create something for pets as well so yeah so we've created this together um and yeah it came out end of may it's just about to go out on amazon i would imagine by the time you send this podcast out it will be on amazon it's been approved by them this morning Brilliant. So yeah, should be there in natural canine. And what it does is it focuses on um, a lot more of the physical aspects, really, rather than the the soul and spiritual side of the dogs in that particular book. But it is still about reducing the information that's going in the dog. So it's about understanding vaccinations. How can we reduce the impact they're having? How can we feed clean food, pure food, fresh food to our dogs? Um, you know, do we really need to be um, using the flea and the worming treatments in the way that we do? So it's it's questioning things like that, giving other alternatives for those things, for vaccines um, and for uh, flea and worming treatments. And it also gives a whole host of natural ways to work with them if they've got ailments. Um, and at the end, there is a behaviour chapter. But the next book that I am working on at the moment will be focusing on behaviour and how that relates to us energetically and the dog um, as an emotional being rather than a thinking being. But it's, you know, it's great that you're saying that because I know I was talking to you about my, my little puppy Coco and how she seems to have separation anxiety. And um, we were discussing, you know, obviously you were saying a minute ago about, you know, working with the dogs enables you really to work with the people and it's a reflection and... So I guess, you know, these, these books that you're creating really can help people, you know, and the, the owners be, be better from themselves from the inside out, which is going to have that natural reflection on, on their canine. And I guess you've always said, not just you, you I mean, but generally people have always said, you know, your, 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 your canine, your pet, your dog is always really a reflection of the environment, a reflection of, of the owner. And this kind of, I guess, can go back to that neg- negative aspect of, um of i guess the wrong owners and you know creating the wrong mindset in a dog where you know they're walking around with them um 
you know, with chained chain leads, etc., which is, I guess, in a, in a way, a little bit in, inhumane um, without being over negative towards them. <laughs> I don't know really how to bring that up, but but yeah, it's um, that's really exciting. Um, so, guys, you know, if you've got a dog, really get over to Caroline's website and get connected. And I love the fact that you said before you talk about you get that opportunity to work with people through the dogs, and you know, you've always been a people person, and I'm really proud to have really looked at your website, knowing you and knowing you, I don't know, eight, nine years ago, whenever it may have been, you know, it's, um, I'm, I'm really proud to see that what you've done and what you're doing, because you do run um, a lot of courses, you run a lot of retreats, you've got audio programs, so you're really contributing on a, on a really good level to this environment, Caroline. Absolutely, they're still, unbelievably, the only retreats in the world that you can take your dog to. Wow. Even after 10 years. Um <laughs> Yeah. And are, these, are these retreats out in Cyprus? Where do you do these? No, they're actually in Wales. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're in, um, well, the hills and valleys of Wales, really, yeah. So they're the proper retreat. We barely have phone and uh, internet signal there. So, yeah, totally um, totally retreating. And, um, the, yeah, I mean, people bring their dogs. I have roughly 10 people um, and their dogs on each retreat. And it does transform their lives. Absolutely. Um, you know, the feedback that I get is is just terrific. I usually do two a year. Next year, I'm extending it to four Brilliant. because I'm much, much uh, busier, really. And it makes sense for me to go back to the UK. Um, you know, just I go in May and I go in September back to the UK to run these retreats. And the more people that I can work with, then then obviously the greater the impact that you're having. Of course. And you've always run great events. I mean, I remember going back to um, the Empowerment Live events you used to run in Cambridge, um, you know, and lucky enough to attend them and then, you know, grateful enough to be able to, to speak at one of them with you and, and for you. So, I mean, they certainly had a positive impact to the entrepreneurs uh, and, you know, individuals that came along to, to be, I guess, energised and influenced yeah. by the, the, the speakers you have to. So yeah. This is one of the things I think it's because for me, when I ran those events, it was always about what do I want to do next? What do I want to learn next? And okay, this speaker lives the other side of the UK, but if I create an event, I make this happen. And yeah. for me, it's always I will look for a way to make something happen. If I want to learn from somebody and I can't get to them, I bring them to me. And this is what's also starting to happen out here now. Um, people are starting, even yourself, you've noticed that um, the venue, or the, the uh, holiday site that I live on, is uh, potentially somewhere that you could have a retreat. And empowerment live conferences are starting to feel the same way. So, you know, that kind of happens on the side without me even meaning to because I'm enthusiastic about it. And it's what is that key? to keeping that enthusiasm about life. I think that's um, that's a question that people will probably be wondering and asking and, you know, even listening to your podcast to kind of find out. What is that? I mean, what you tell me what you think the key is. Me? Or what do you, or what do you see in me with this enthusiasm? Because I, I don't often analyse myself like this. What is my key to it? Because I know that I'm creating this stuff because I'm enthusiastic about it. Because, yeah, that would be really cool. 
Yeah, we had we had a little blip in the um, in the in the line. Then we were saying about being enthusiastic about it, and then we we lost you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so well, I was far too enthusiastic, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking the energy lines. I, I do you know I I, I think and um, I think your passion shines through. You know, in you know I guess many people that will be connecting to this podcast show may. I've probably not met you um, to feel that that kind of passion and energy or even come across your website to see it in your because I think you can see energy um, I certainly feel that you can see it in people's eyes I think your people's eyes really are true you can see that sparkle and that energy and, and it's just stuff that people want to be around and um, for me I believe it's like having a childlike wonder for life and mm. you know I, I think you have that in abundance I think that you have this wonder to learn, to to be inquisitive, to contribute. You know, you you like to have fun. You build relationships, and I think that that childlike wonder for life, when when you know a child comes into the world and and develops, and it's really up to us to continue to create the environment. And we were discussing one of my passions to to take passion to succeed to the kids of the world, because for me, you know, and and like we were discussing, they're living from their heart, and you know. Cause in the early they don't know any different um you know i've seen the influence i've had on my two perfect little ladies isabella and alana and they, they are just beautiful gratitude filled you know loving caring confident cheeky little individuals that you know never complain and and i, I just think you know if you can capture that um and if we can learn from that childlike wonder in the world uh, I feel that, you know, people will bring more into their life, will contribute more and will enjoy living more. Um, and I think you've got that. For many people, I suspect, I don't know, um, you know, listening or, um, you know, signing up for your mailing list to even hear these podcasts, it may be, how do, how do they capture that? Like, you know, I feel like if I could just bottle it and give it to someone, you yeah. know, and they could drink this and, and everything would be different for them. It's, I think the wondering is really, really key because when you wonder about something, there's no fear. So what you're really doing um, is aiming to live without that the fears and the anxieties that you have, which for me, I found they were subconscious. So we can consciously believe that we've dealt with stuff or we can consciously believe that we are actively choosing different options or choosing space but we do need to do the inner work to change our subconscious you know because a lot of the time we don't even know that's there and you know our, our kids and our dogs and, and the people around us will reflect stuff to us that's going on subconsciously for us and for me actually working you don't even have to analyze your subconscious even you need to just give yourself the space to to change that and transform that and be different a lot of the time we're we're really big on doing and that shines through in the dog world it's like okay what can i do with my dog next to make the behavior change what's the next fab thing i can do with my dog and actually the being being different is the key I think because it changes it, it things on a subconscious level the being is so important and it seems too simple far too simple 
so people don't necessarily want to do it but it's in the simplicity that we actually find a different way of being and we make shifts and changes in our lives stuff starts to happen to us things will as you call it be attracted to us but what's what we're doing is we're being different so we're creating a change yeah. in our lives i think as you said it's really it, it can seem too simple and people i guess expect something a little bit more complex and um mm-hmm. I guess almost like what you were saying about bottling up and selling it. I think people want that magic fairy dust. They want that magic wand. You know, we live in that that kind of society where, you know, we 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 almost live in a microwave society where we expect instant gratification, instant results, and you know, we expect to drink that phenomenal juice or you know take them green tea tablets or, or whatever it may be. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas it's not so complex. It is a case, as you said, of of being. Um, almost what who you want to be and I was talking about this on a webinar training I was doing recently and just discussing about you know the the four key things I think that are influential you know who do you want to be you know what would you like to contribute what's your what's your personal growth and, and what do you want to bring to your relationships in life you know for me you know relationships are key you know how do you want to show up in the relationships who, who do you want to be and a lot of people can often talk about, you know, um, oh God, I read it years ago and it might have been involved in the law of attraction and, and as we were discussing, you, you create your own environment and mm-hmm. it's almost being who you need to be to be in line with the things that you want to bring into your life. So, you know, a lot of people might say, I don't know, let's look at a partner, I want, I want my perfect partner and my perfect partner would be X, Y, Z um, and they would have you know, these skills and these values and people Mm -hmm. focus on that rather than focus on who they need to be in order to create the environment to attract that person into their life. And when you're saying about being, and I think that, I guess, gives people a sense of alignment when they're true to themselves. And and I'm a firm believer, you know, when you, I mean, just listening to you on a couple of occasions, the hairs on my arms stand up. And for me, that's when you're in congruency, when you when you're in line with with energy, because you have them little happy dudes. I like to talk call them that are like the endorphins, kind of buzzing around your your body, and you know that's the kind of feeling of being alive. That's that childlike wonder when you have an excitement, an excitement in the now, living in the now, living in the moment, um, and being who you want to be. That sits core with, I guess, your passions and your purpose. It is a journey as well. Um, I remember, oh, years ago, maybe 15 years ago, um, I was given or I picked up, it may have been 20 years ago, one of Tim Freak's first ever books. And it was something along the lines of read this in an hour and it will change your life or something along those lines. And I remember I did this, I read this and I just thought, wow, okay, I totally get what you're saying. Um, I totally want to be like that, but how do I do it? (laughs) And then, of course, went on this journey to discover that you're not actually doing something, you're changing how you're being. But um, it, it is a journey. But we're very, very fortunate that now lots of people like yourself and I are offering, um, you know, tools for people so that they can speed up this transformation and they can speed up the release of subconscious um, trauma memories or stress or fear and let in the happiness um, very often I find actually if you let in the happiness the trauma and the fear aren't there 
it just transforms it so you don't even need to necessarily be focusing on stuff that's wrong with you um there's a great couple ariel and shia kane i'm not sure if you came to that event in cambridge they're from the usa um but of course me being me i was like that's matter i shall make sure that i get them to cambridge <laughs> I, I i looked at the schedule and they were in the uk so i asked them to come to cambridge and speak for me and what was great is they then found um a couple that would run retreats for them over in the uk so they're still coming to cambridge uh, as far as i know they're still coming at least once a year which is fantastic but they have a tagline working on yourself doesn't work and it's not that everything happens for a reason, it's just everything happens. So they don't encourage people to analyze themselves. They don't encourage people to say, okay, well, that's happened to me, but it's obviously happened for a reason. They just encourage people to say, okay, that's just happened, but what next? So you're not ever analyzing. And that is phenomenal. And it's far too simple, <laughs> but it works. Totally agree with you, and I think if people, you know, could learn the the the, uh, the ability to prevent, stop, uh, change themselves from analysing, it more often than not paralyses people into doing nothing. Um, so you you on this journey that that you've you've obviously come on, you've realised that it's not just about doing; it's actually you know being um, and looking for a way to kind of make stuff happen. Um, on your journey, I mean, obviously you've mentioned a couple of people there that have been quite quite influential. What what's really been influential, and there is there is there any you know basic kind of ideas or philosophies or strategies you can give to people now on top of the conversations that we we're having here? Because I think people really get a lot about opening up, creating space, and it's almost like what you're saying about you know you just have to put happiness into your mind, and it naturally gets rid of you know the negativity, and it's you know as as, as simple as saying you know try to be sad and smile it's impossible to have sad vibes when you're smiling and you know i think you know when people connect with you they'll notice that you're more often than not always smiling like a child you know a child that's in a happy place not suggesting that you're a child but that childlike wonder i mean is it's just always smiling and it, and it feels good to be happy and and you know but is there anything that people could take away how they could maybe a few techniques of meditation or a few techniques of manifestation that you've learned along your journey that maybe people can you know, a couple of little basic tips that they can start implementing into their their routines of being in the moment i think music's massive massive i mean i actually listen to a lot of mantras now can't okay. think of it they've crept in um so yeah changing changing the vibrations around you really so like we've said getting out into nature mm -hmm. uh, you know spending time with different people changing your habits is all about changing your habits and playing different music wearing different colored clothes anything that can bring in a change in vibration um to that moment and you know don't get me wrong there are times when things don't always go to plan you know, and things can be frustrating. I mean, getting my book onto Amazon, considering we're now in July, and it's only, as I've said, this morning been accepted, and it officially came out and was designed and ready and printed my end of things at the um, kind of third week of May. So, you know, it, but you almost have to just keep having the gratitude, keep believing the self-belief is so key. 
um, and that lies in our subconscious. So any tool you can find that changes your vibration in the moment is absolutely fantastic, but the real work will happen outside of the issue. I always say that with the dogs as well because people want an instant solution when their dog is performing or acting or behaving in a certain way, but actually the real work happens outside of the issue. So for whatever's going on for someone, um, focusing on that issue just strengthens that. What you need to do is find yourself the space. Yes, change the vibration at the time as best you can. Um, there's always a way at the time to change that, even burning a different aromatherapy oil. Anything that can change the vibration in that moment is fantastic. Um, but what you do outside of the issue um, or, um, you know, say it's something that's happening when you go to work. So what you do outside of work is going to be really key. Something that's happening in a relationship. So taking yourself, not necessarily, I'm not saying break up with the person. I'm not saying <laughs> yourself into yourself. So you find the space to go in. So you, you are shifting what's happening for you subconsciously outside of the issue rather than focusing on that issue. It's... Um, Hopefully, I'm explaining myself well. Yeah, no, I, I think I think you are totally, and I really think everyone's going to have enjoyed, you know, our conversation today. Because I think, you know, for me, conversations are really where you can, you know, just learn through listening. Because it's almost like I think we naturally have this this um, kind of innate human need and desire to be a little bit nosy and inquisitive and I think sometimes listening to conversations can be really empowering it certainly has been for me over the years you know from conversational audios to conversational books I think you know people are really going to have loved today Caroline and I know you're um, always going with the flow and it's great that we've managed to connect today I'm, I'm so appreciative of your time and uh, it, it's great to, to talk to you again after um, a few years of um, you know random communication to say hi and how you're getting on uh, but it's really nice to, to touch base with you and, and see all that you're doing and everything that you're bringing into the world and I'm, I'm really excited for you you know that um, you know you're still the only retreat that's allowing you know pets to attend I think that is absolutely fantastic and I think you know your growth there will um, continue to grow and, and deservedly so so look thanks very much uh, I'm really appreciative guys you, you really need to hook up with with Caroline um, she's uh, on um, Facebook and uh, Facebook I believe it's the spiritual dog trainer is your your Facebook um, page right, people yeah. can connect and also uh, Caroline's website go and check it out it's brilliant you know it's empowered me to think right what do I need to do now um, to you know maybe get a little bit more connected with my um, my little canine Coco and um, how that can be beneficial to her so and that, that's really just going on the website prior to speaking to caroline today so the website's the spiritualdogtrainer.com go and check it out and uh, get connected to caroline on the facebook page as well and guys look i really do hope you have a magical day whatever you find yourself being and and creating have a have a wonderful day and caroline thanks again for your time it's really appreciated thank you thanks for having me that's a pleasure if you enjoyed today's show we would appreciate it if you would like most people share through social media then subscribe rate and provide a review over at itunes and soundcloud that's all for today thank you for joining us the passion to succeed show is brought to you by passion to succeed.com get over to the website subscribe and join the community of passionate people